Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back. And I am so excited to dive into a discussion today about planning and preparing for a record-breaking 2024. So as we all know, the market has shifted dramatically. Buying habits have lengthened. People are doing more due diligence before high-ticket investing. And there have been a lot of strategy changes that we've talked about on the show this year to make sure that you're truly set up for success to keep growing and scaling in 2024 and beyond. And what I will tell you is we have been seeing record-breaking success in our clients growing and achieving unbelievable milestones in their businesses. We recently celebrated a client crossing over their first $2 million months. We recently celebrated another client uh, being able to buy their parents a home for cash, other clients having six-figure launches, six-figure months. Uh, I could go on and on and on, but I'm here to tell you that people are buying and there is a lot of opportunity to scale and to scale quickly if you update your strategy to match the buying trends of today. And I I hope I have done a good job for you this year on the show covering this from many different angles. I I know I've recorded many episodes to talk about strategy changes, everything from feeder program to the magic middle of the funnel to really how you need to um, rotate your launches between the feeder and the high ticket and you know, just even the changes to um, what you're gonna need to do with your sales team and everything in between. We've talked about a lot on the show this year. And if you are still struggling with a lot of the strategy changes and trying to get your company growing again, absolutely dig back into some of the past episodes uh, or consider getting in touch with me to talk about the business advisory and see how uh, our business strategists can help you to get the right plan for scale for this year. What I want to talk about on today's show is again coming back to the idea of the who for the how. Now, there's a lot of different angles that we can talk about this from, but I want to focus on one particular angle today. So when we look at your org chart and the objectives for your organization, you absolutely should have an organizational chart that drives the growth of the business, meaning that for every how that you want to accomplish, you're driving it through a who. And as the business continues to drive cash flow and profitability, you reinvest in the who and you have a roadmap to monetize and to create profitability with the who so that you can continue to maintain a healthy margin, but keep investing in the expansion of the org chart. Now, when you look at a really healthy functioning company There are five core departments. We've talked about this on the show many times, but we'll just review again quickly. Sales, marketing, client services, operations, and finance. Then underneath those five core departments, you have all these subdivisions, you know, subcategories that fall underneath those things, right? So for example, under marketing, of course, you're going to have copywriting and design and advertising. 
right? Under operations, you're going to have legal, you're going to have HR, you're going to have, you know, various components of how the business functions like a well-oiled machine operationally from a system standpoint, and so on and so forth. Today, I specifically want to talk about the healthy weekly sales breakdown because it's so crucial. And I, I have to say this again, because if you don't have the ability to assess what is happening in the cycle change in the market and remove the emotion and just focus on the strategy of what you're doing to grow your business, you will struggle. You will struggle immensely. And it's so important to understand that in the cycle and season that we're in right now, it just so happens that the buying cycle is going to be longer. You know, so over the last couple of years, the vast majority of businesses could not just survive, but thrive on almost all new prospect sales because the buying cycle was very short. So you could pump leads and pump advertising or, you know, launching or whatever the case into your business. And the cycle was so fast that most businesses could thrive, like make really good money just relying on new customer acquisition. Then what happened in 2022 and then even more dramatically in 2023 is that new prospect sales slowed down. And it's not that people aren't buying. They are buying, but they literally slowed down, meaning people are just taking more time, right? They're being more thoughtful. They're being more discerning. They're planning ahead a little bit better. Um, they're being a little bit more strategic you know, all of that, right? So what does that mean? It means that all of the other categories of revenue production that weren't super essential to growth in 2019, 2020, 2021 have now become really important in 2023, and they're going to be even more important in 2024. What am I talking about? Okay. So if you look at the healthy weekly sales breakdown of a company that is functioning optimally or a team that is functioning optimally, there are five core categories of where you want your dollars coming from each week, okay? So one category is new prospects. Another category is upsells to your current clients. That could be people moving from product to product on your internal buyers list. That could be people graduating from one program and moving up to the next program. That could be a client that does an add-on of a VIP day, private consulting, increases their service level with you. So upsells, selling to your own paying customers. So the people that are paying you already, they're going to pay you more. Next, renewals, right? A lot of people don't look at renewals as one of their weekly sales activities. This is probably the most important weekly sales activity your company does, and it doesn't even sit in the sales department. In fact, the sales department has nothing to do with renewals, right? Just like they have very little to do with upsells. Renewals fall exclusively on your client delivery team. And for a company or a service delivery provider to be functioning optimally, you want that renewal rate to be over 80%. Over 80%. 
Most of you listening could double your growth rate by focusing exclusively on increasing your renewal rate. These are the secret things of scale that no one ever talks about because it's not shiny, it's not sexy, it's not the thing that is easy for people to tactically wrap their head around. Everyone thinks that scale depends on client acquisition, when in reality, it is more reliant on your ability to drive renewal rate. And I'll tell you why. Because if you have a great sales system and you can acquire high volumes of customers, but your renewal rate sucks, what will happen is you'll have a big burst of growth and then you'll get stuck in a rut and you'll never be able to get out of it and you won't be able to continue the scale process because the business becomes so inefficient that you have to keep selling more and more and more and more just to break even. And it's like a never-ending cookie monster. You, you, can't feed, you can't feed the monster enough to actually keep growing. So you might hit a growth spurt without achieving a good renewal rate, but you'll, you will not be able to sustain scale. So the third category is renewals. And this has to be something that is built into the client management process from the point of onboarding. Yes, you heard me correctly. I could do an entire series on this. If you run high ticket, programs, this is an area that you will have to spend enormous amounts of time and energy to get to the point where you see people renewing at an 80 to 85% rate. It is very hard, very hard, but very worth it. And one of the most important objectives that you'll ever work on as a CEO. So the third category is renewals. And so you want to think about what you're doing to incentivize those renewals. Right? Do they get a loyalty discount? Do they get added access? Do they get inner circle time? Do they get an up-leveled strategy? Do they get some type of retreat? Are they moving up to a new level? You know, what is it that makes renewing exciting? Right? Because we have to know that humans by nature get bored. And sometimes they go seeking something new just to seek something new, even though it's not the best thing for them. So you need to make sure if you know that you're the best thing for them, that you're also making it attractive, exciting, incentivized, right? And that your clients have a phenomenal experience inside your program where you're consistently recasting the vision, holding up a mirror to their results, and really reselling them on both the dream and on you and your team being the right mentorship group to help them to achieve it. The next category is referrals. Now, I have been speaking endlessly over the last two months about the importance of your referral marketing program. I cannot even emphasize, I see business owners spending innumerable hours chasing every tactic under the sun online to try and grow their business with no success with algorithms that change every second of the day, with strategies that they're learning from people that have never really built anything, where if one thing changes, the whole house of cards collapses. Instead of just focusing on referrals, which are the fundamental core growth driver that has been around since like, I don't even know when. Like it's so old, it's so timeless, it's so sustainable. It's everything that we say that we want and nothing that we pursue day to day. Why? Again, because human nature gets in the way of us making the best decision for ourselves. I have been speaking about this. Obviously, I'm doing 
very deep dive, brand new content and modules on this inside the Advanced Innovation Society because we are focusing all of 2024 on helping you to build a million-dollar referral network. We are helping you build a million-dollar referral system and stand it up inside your business. We really want you to understand the, the different types of referral marketing that you can do. And I'll just give one caveat. I was literally cracking up because I wrote content about this, and I was at the Kairos event a couple uh, a days ago, and um, one of the clients uh, popped over to my table at lunch and said, hey, can I ask you something? And I was like, yeah, sure, of course. And you know, they're like, hey, uh, we, you know, we really want to grow. We're not sure what to do. We want to start a new project, but we're not at you know, capacity, blah, blah, blah. And so of course, the first question I said was, you know, are you doing referral marketing? And immediately the answer was no. And I said, are you getting referrals? And immediately the answer was yes. And then I just kind of sat there quietly and, and you know, they said, well, we didn't think that we needed to do referral marketing because we're already getting referrals. Like the number one indicator that you should be doing referral marketing is that you're getting referrals because it means you have happy, satisfied customers. It also means that you're not doing anything strategic to capitalize on that. So if there is anyone listening to this today, I plead with you, if there's anyone listening to this today that is getting referrals already, but is not doing a strategic referral marketing program where you have a structured weekly routine that you're following with incentives, with assets, with templates, with really easy plug and play resources that people can use to refer into your business, I am here to tell you that is the easiest way that you can multiply and duplicate your monthly sales. Like get on it, get on it, read the referral guide. It's free. I'll put a link to this down below. Watch the replay of the Advanced Innovation Society sessions that I did on Tuesday. It's free. Okay, there are resources available to you for free to learn how to do this, but you gotta do it. It is the most powerful thing next to live launch that you can do to scale your business. But the thing that is so powerful about referrals is they're pre-sold. You have someone else giving you a vote of confidence. You literally have someone putting their reputation on the line to vet the person and to vet you and to make a match between you. It's like a match made in heaven. They are better clients. They spend more. They stay longer. They refer more often. They're pre-sold. They're everything that you want to grow your business, but you gotta have a strategy and a plan, okay? So we talked about new prospects. We talked about upsells. Upsells should be done by your client services team. We talked about renewals should be done by your client services team. We talked about referrals. Referrals can be done by everyone, right? So referrals can be done both by your sales team from the leads that they're already talking to and have already been through your workshops and know, like, and trust you. And referrals can also be generated by your client services team. Okay, referrals can be really generated by by anyone who wants to participate because referrals can not only be coming from your own customers, but from strategic partners, collaborations, visibility, like there's so many ways you can generate referrals that that's something that can be an income stream for absolutely anyone on your team and in your company that wants to make more money working for you. And then finally, reactivations. This has been a big revenue stream for us this year. This has been definitely something that has made a major difference for for us as we have been looking to ramp up all of our other categories just like I'm advising you to do to really make sure that you're able to continue to see that growth. Reactivations obviously are bringing your past customers back. 
Most small businesses have no structure, no plan, no monthly communication, no special resources, no incentive really for people to come back to them. And yet most people that buy anything in the world of coaching, consulting, you know, service providers, whatever the case, almost all of them buy cyclically and they buy habitually, which means they're going to buy for the rest of their life in some way, shape or form. And they're going to do it in cycles, meaning that it may not be, um, you know, the the same thing all the time, or it may not be consistent all the time, but they'll they'll weave in and out, which means that if there's no one on your team and no one on your company that is specifically focused on driving them to return, then they'll just go find, you know, the next resource, the next person that actually wants to work with them. Because the message that you're sending your past customers, if no one's following up with them, is that we don't really care if you come back or not. And they they have done studies on this, and it has shown that customers leave because of indifference. Well, you better believe if customers leave because of indifference, obviously, they're not going to come back if you're indifferent to them coming back either, right? So I bring all of this up, and I'm sharing all of this with you because this is probably the most important part of your 2024 planning. Because you cannot rely on just getting a lead and closing a lead in 2024. It will not work. You will not be able to move people fast enough to achieve hype or growth in your business on new prospects alone. Because people are simply buying slower. It doesn't mean they're not buying. It means they're taking their time, which I personally feel like is the right thing. I think people are more invested in the decisions that they're making. They're more committed to the programs that they're signing up for. They're actually like, making good decisions, you know? But I want you to really look at this. And what this does is it creates a lot of income earning opportunities for team members outside of just the sales team, number one. Number two, it uncaps the income for all departments in the company, number two. Number three, it gives you a pathway to monetize lots of other roles in your company that would otherwise be purely an expense. And that's a big, big problem that tanks small businesses. So my advice and guidance for you as you prepare for the new year is to sit down with the the pie chart that I just went over with you, new prospects, upsells, renewals, referrals, and reactivations, and really look at first who, then how, what is the system, what are the weekly activities, and who is going to manage, hold accountable, and ensure the, the congruency and the consistency of implementing each of these things. And if you do that, you are going to have unbelievable levels of success in 2024. Scroll down below this audio and I have some great resources for you. The referral marketing guide, uh, the training on three different ways to build referral systems. It's all down below in the show notes. Take the time to educate yourself and to work with your team on implementing a system. And this is gonna change the game for you and your business. See you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.